American cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from the Great West Coast Smokeout of 2020. This is the worst little podcast in the world, and I'm happy to be your host, the Reverend Rory Dowd. With we, we've got almost the whole crew together. We've got Nick, we've got Rick, we've got Ian, and we've got Chewy back. We just need him. And then in studio, not really, on Zoom, we have Weapons of Mass Creation. We're talking out of our ass. Best sausage party ever is still just a sausage party. Hi there. Hey, hey, hey Chewy. It's great to have What's you back, up, man. guys? Good to be back. Missed you guys. Yeah, we've missed you. Where have you been this time on your excursions? I was in Elko for three weeks, and then three weeks before that, I was in Winnemucca. I understand mm. that Elko is Spanish for the co. Stand, uh, no. <laughs> That's inaccurate. I've used I've used that joke before on this very show, but um, no, no, it's been it's, a while. It, it's uh, Spanglish for elk, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> go find me <laughs> elk. The elk. And, and, and I, by that I mean like Texas white people Spanglish, right. you know? Right? No, I got uh, it. That like elk, Dero, Dero right. and Elko. No. And, Somebody did see an elk there one time and said, "Oh, we should name this place Elko." <laughs> is that really what happened? Is yeah, it named it's not after even a, your name or nothing? Is it named after a guy named John Elko? It really is. No, after an elk no. being uh, there, it, they shot an elk once, and it it's actually short for humans one elk o. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, Rory. So, so, oh man, don't act so surprised. I've lived in Nevada my whole life. <laughs> we don't have elk. Was the elk on the train? Like. <laughs> No, there's elk out there. Is there elk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's lots of elk. In certain parts of Canada, there's really big, beautiful elk. elk. Yeah, I I had a friend pull tags for elk. Chewy, when you um, work out there, uh, is that close enough for you to come home, or do you just... No, we work 12 hours a day pretty much every day of the week, and it's elk goes four hours away, and if you get a day off, you don't want to drive four hours back and forth. You want to lay asleep in your motel room. Yeah. Yeah. It's only two hours, but even that is just too much. The work is too much. I mean, it really adds up to a 15-hour work day. It's hard to justify coming home. Was, mm. it comes right. to see me in Winnemucca. I got to ask, Chewy, like, uh, uh, not to be indelicate, but, you know, we're not as young as we once were. Uh, those 12 days hurt more? 12-hour days hurt more than they used to? <laughs> no. I mean, they hurt just as bad as they used to, yeah. I mean, <laughs> You just, after a couple of them, you just get zombified. I work a night shift too. So I work 6.30 PM to 6.30 AM and drive an hour and a half each way to work. With oh, wow. Bunch of people. Yeah, it's brutal. It's a hard schedule, but the money's good and you just get it over with and there's nothing yeah, yeah. much to do anyways. Oh, so the mine doesn't even have the decency to be near Elko. No, the mines aren't <laughs> in town by any means. If they were, cool. it'd probably be a big issue with the environmental... Not back Aztec. in the 1800s. Virginia City's right on top of them mines. Yeah, that's that's true. Lot, lots of places are, and that's why people don't live there anymore. They were pretty much just mashing up the war <laughs> with, a, with a big hammer at that place. Now, where I'm working at, it's a gigantic process with a big machine that turns dirt into gold. And, and it's microscopic gold in, like, miles yeah. of dirt, right? Yeah, there's not nuggets in the Carlin trend out there. There's no nuggets. It's just microscopic amounts of gold that would be gold in a million years if it was oxidized. 
and they just rinse it with a liquid oxygen process and turn it into gold immediately. Wow. So like the land is saturated with gold. It yeah, just, it's one of the richest gold deposits in the world. It's just saturated. Well, Nevada is like <laughs> not, not coherent. Like yeah. globally, aren't we like the fourth largest gold producer? Seventh. Seventh. Is yeah. California higher than us? No. And we're the silver state. And they're the gold no, we're the state. number one state. I mean, but there's like South Africa and right. Oh, whole yeah. countries have us beat out, Australia, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. We're number seven. Just whole countries. Scale. Yeah, it's not a bad for a state. A state, you know. Well, yeah. and, and we're not much to look at, but holy shit, a state that is like twice the size of a lot of those countries. <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Gold and, gold. and gold's gold's really skyrocketed in value, so they're trying to turn it out as quick as they can right now. Right when they when they redid silver mining in uh, in Virginia City in the twenties, was it during a period where silver went to like seventeen cents an ounce? Like, and it was yeah. the worst time ever to try to do that. And look what we got for it, the American Flats ruins. That was nice, though. It was we great. got to spend a lot of time there. It was until really they, beautiful. Until they tore it down. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so, here's your gold lesson for the week. Brad, right. And you're mining. Welcome back, man. Thank, Thank you for tuning in to the worst little podcast honest. this week. It's been happy to have y'all. <laughs> uh, hey, we have guests. That we do. Yeah. You know that, Rick? Do we? Yeah. I really Brent. might not know now that it's Zoom. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the show, Weapons of Mass Creation. We've got Pan, Steven, and Joe. I'm I'm so excited to see you all, my friends. Oh, uh, it's so nice. And I, I wish I could see all your beautiful faces in person. This, so, this is so nice, though. Rick, look it's, at you. It's you look so- like a... It's so good to see you, you guys. Like a baby, like a newborn. Uh, it's amazing. When, when, <laughs> as everybody got on, which I, I miss you all so much. As if he were a minor from the 1800s. <laughs> no, dude, the that hat and and his neckerchief. And he has just rolled in from a hard day of work. I believe that's some soot on his face and maybe some sweat. <laughs> when he dude, said earlier that, that he just got home. That's what he meant. He just got back from the 1800s. <laughs> got back in his DeLorean. Yeah. <laughs> He's both Marty McFly and Doc Brown rolled into one. <laughs> oh, if there'd yeah. anybody we all knew that could hit their head and dream up a flux capacitor, I think it's Pam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe that. Oh, man. Rory, how have you been? Look at you, man. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, just let, letting the hair grow out, you know, like showing off my locks here on the camera for everybody who can't tell. Yeah. Uh, Looks good, man. Nick, too. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. I'm sorry. It's like a reunion. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, cheers then. Yeah. <laughs> good to see you all. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. What a trip, man. Fuck. What's everybody been doing? This has been nuts. Well, we've been doing this podcast every week. I guess you haven't been listening, but that's okay. Oh, what have you been doing? I hear you've been recording some music. For yeah, for a, for a while, we'd love to release this thing. <laughs> what? You guys, is it bad for me to ask on the show what is happening with the bass? <laughs> Can we? Nothing. It's staying as it is now. That's it is. It. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of that. I mean, I, I love what was maybe going to happen. It sounded really awesome, but that's good news because that means it's done kind of, right? 
Yes. <laughs> Rick is inwardly <laughs> thinking, my God, dear God, I can put it to bed. We've had it done like twice. And, yeah. and then, yeah. you know, Whoa. things happen and we and we change some stuff. And yeah. How long wait, is it wait, wait. to make an album? As long as it takes. Oh, Jesus, for real. <laughs> I mean, if you learned your lesson with the Grim Tones, it takes about four fucking years. But but you compare that to the right now, weapons is like is getting up there. It's it's getting it's getting close. Fuck, I know. And if you lay that if you lay that next to Joe's album, it's it's worse because Joe's (laughs) album is like Joe. How long have we been working on your solo project? I don't know, two and a half years at least. Is it only two and a half? Might be three. Well. it might be three now, but we we haven't touched it in a really long time. And that's just done, really. It kind of is. I pulled it out today and was listening to some of the songs and was like, this is fucking really cool and we should, other people should hear this. So. We should ambush Joe and just play one of them unsolicited. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I mean? Let's hear one tonight. I would yeah, I don't care. Hear. Put one on. One of Joe's Ooh. solo ones. Ooh, that'd be uh, nice. That's I a nice interlude. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we, let, let's go ahead and interrupt that, and then we'll come back and, and talk about other stuff. But I guess we have to vamp while Rick looks for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know where it is. It's just not on the right it's machine a, to play it's it. A, it's in a shoebox under his bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing those these uh, Poet Laureate spotlights every last Tuesday with Sierra Arts. Ooh, oh, that's know, rad. You can come if you want. There's not many seats. It's fucking all COVID and shit. But, but uh, uh, it's, yeah, it uh, starts 6 o'clock at Sierra Arts every, every last Tuesday of the month. Uh, the, and that's downstairs at your place, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could yeah. just go down when I get off work and come and on over. you haven't. Yeah, I try, I try to get into the spirit and just, you know, uh, fuck, hopefully I uplift some, some people. I, I mean, you know, if you're going to get up and talk, make people feel good, this, this shit sucks. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. I don't know. You know, you well, we're recording on Monday. Two, tomorrow is when you're playing, right? Mm. Uh, t- tomorrow would be Tuesday, yeah. Okay. Fuck you guys. I'm going. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. You know it's going to be fucking badass. Yeah. Does everybody, does everybody stand far apart? We got some man on the street shit for the first time in fucking four months. That'd be great. Oh, looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, cool. It? I, wow, that'd be neat. Yeah, it's like, it's super, it's, you know, there's not, it, they, it's weird. Everything's weird. You're, I, I've been, I've been performing for the camera. Like, that's what every gig turned into. It's been so yeah. fucking strange. So yeah. strange. Well, right, because like as the the poet laureate, you're you're like really you're obligated to make public appearances and do poetry for the good of the community, right? Yeah, I, yeah. And yeah. so that's all had to turn to to online stuff, I guess. Yeah, all, yeah. The that started off like Beth McMillan from Art Town called me, and you know she never calls me, so I knew something was weird. And. Uh, <laughs> And uh, she's like, I, we need you to speak in front of the hospital. This is like right at the start of COVID. I'm like, okay, that's right. Where I want to go. Thanks lady. Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, no, we went, we went and did that. And then it's just, it's just been, yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, on, uh, you know, video, which I guess will be a neat time capsule. I, f- I miss the audience though. This is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 I, the thing that I liked about the video when you were in front of the, hospital sign with the love in front of the hospital right with all the 
was that somebody was flying a drone. They were trying yeah. to film it on TV and somebody had like flown their personal drone like right <laughs> next to the camera. So all you could hear was you could kind of hear Pan talking and then like, Oh, God. <laughs> Live. They droned us. Oh, kind of like, I'm so sorry for your loss, but that's kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have we got the song ready to. Ready? Yeah, yeah, we right. totally do, but we have to decide which one of Joe's songs on the. Now, I was oh. rocking out to this today. A lot of it, though, is, is super you dark. Pick. Um, I want, I want, I kind of want to hear some kind of stupid, but it's seven minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's the end of the album. And then, and then piggy in the middle is, is rad and like simple and, and, and happier and, and says is kind of, it's kind of screw you to dicks kind of a thing. Right. And Joe told me about what piggy in the middle means in Britain. And we call it something different here in America. What do you call it here? Isn't that when you like have two people that are keeping a ball away from a third person? Yeah, it's a game. You stand in the middle, keep away, keep away, and what? you throw it. You throw the ball over the top of the person, and they have to try and catch it. And whoever, if you, yeah, if I you guess theirs the sounds meaner than ours does because you know. <laughs> no, theirs sounds like it's actually got rules instead of people just like taking your things and throwing it around and flustering you because they're bigger and stronger than you. Yeah. Sounds like it's an actual well, that's, game. That's bullying. That's not an actual yeah. game, Rory. But they right? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But they're calling but, yeah. they're, but they're calling you piggy and then like and then what and what's how do you what's yeah. how do you play smear the queer? I can that's say just, that cuz I'm gay. And the whole thing is you run around and then if you got the ball, everybody on the in the playground tries to tackle you and if they get you down, they they smash you up and then you got to throw the ball up in the air. Whoever, that's just rugby, isn't it? Unorganized rugby, yeah. Yeah, with a derogatory (laughs) name. They could name it something else. I'm sure they have. (laughs) Yeah, Joe, and I was listening, and some of the really sad songs were, like, amazing today. So is there something more upbeat, though, that we should play? What do you think? Oh, fuck, man. I don't know. What is – it's a really sad album. Yeah, there's a lot of sad about – Breaking up with my wife and stuff. (laughs) Um Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this isn't the best thing to start off the show with. So thanks for uh, uh, letting us know. <laughs> God damn it. No, we got to start somewhere, man. We can bring it up from there. It's so exactly. There you go. Let's, there look, you go. let's look at the full arc, you guys. That's what matters. And some of them I didn't hear today. So what do you think? Um, there's a love song on there. There's an old love song on there, that Under the Moon songs. It's kind of filmic.
pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. that's really. Oh, that soft. could have been the fourth song on the Cure's Disintegration. I mean, easily. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, you're yeah. the fucking best, Joe. Seriously, goddamn, that was nice. Well, like, and uh, during this whole pandemic here, you've also been keeping uh, pretty busy in the art scene too, Joe, right? Uh, keeping things alive over at Good Luck Macbeth with Ghost Light and other initiatives. Yeah, you know, um, it's, you know, we, we were, at GLM, we were five shows into a 17-show run when we had got shut down. Yeah. It was the most expensive show of the season. Shit. We built this ginormous rotating set that cost a fortune and um you know it was selling out and uh, it was doing great and so shutting it down was really painful but obviously necessary and uh we kind of it was kind of great in a weird way how it came together we um there was a meeting earlier in the day while i was at work between chris daniels the executive director of glm and um mary bennett denise sewell at the pioneer and Melissa Taylor and Chris sort of filled me in via text message as it was happening. Um, but, you know, there was a sort of agreement between all of us to shut down all exactly the same time rather than one shut down and somebody else keep going and to sort of show United front a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Um, and then one of the things is, you know, Reno Little Theater was just about to open their show. Bruca was about two weeks away, but Reno Little Theater had finished the show. It was opening night when when it shut when we were all shutting oh down. My God, at least you so got to do late. it five times, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I, I I'm after we'd had the discussion like let's close down. I was like, man, it doesn't sit doesn't quite sit right with me that they don't get to do it at all. They put all that hard work in and they don't get to do it. So I messaged Melissa Taylor and said, Hey, would you guys want to do one performance for the GLM team? And we'll just come and watch in your theater, just us. And so yeah, she asked, I remember see I remember seeing you guys posting about that. That was yeah, and so she cool. asked she asked the cast if they wanted to do it one time and I asked the GLM, you know, the cast of noises off and the GLM staff and then obviously Mary was like oh we'd like to come too so Mary's crew came to see it we all went to see it, it was pretty awesome and it was one of those kind of like galvanizing moments where we all were in a kind of going remind me again what show did, what show were they opening what was it they were well it was very timely it was the imaginary invalid uh, which uh, if you don't know the story of the imaginary invalid it's a it's a Moliere play and it's about um, it's about a guy who imagines constantly that he's sick, and he he's got all these doctors who are not really doctors selling him insane cures for things. And he's he's sort of he's like he's really wealthy, but he's wasting his whole life sitting in a room for thinking he's sick because he's a really terrible hypochondriac, and he thinks he's got all these weird diseases. Is one and of the doctors is one of the doctors oh, okay. the my pillow guy? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me look up the symptom on WebMD. <laughs> so, shit, that must have been fucking magical. So it's just that big, like the empty place, but you enough know, of you to. Yeah, there was like probably twenty five, thirty of it. It was super emotional, weird yeah. night, you know, to all hang out and be supportive of each other and for them. Like the last night of live theater in Reno. Yeah, and, and uh, one of the things for the, for the moment for the for the moment, <laughs> right? 
and uh, and then as we you know one of the things GLM wanted to do as we as we realized we weren't going to open for a while was like how do we keep doing stuff like how do we keep generating content connecting with people keeping people connected to each other so we came up with this idea um called Ghostlight TV Ghostlight is the does everyone know what a ghostlight is no some of uh, us do but the audience may not well, a ghost light is a, it's a really old idea. So it, there's two things. The reason why it's called a ghost light is that um, <clears throat> whenever you close, whenever you have a performance area, and they've been around for hundreds of years, whenever you have a theater that you put one single light on a stand and you keep it illuminated and it's, it's sort of a double thing. Firstly, it's, it's a practical thing because tech people tend to walk across darkened spaces and it's to stop people <laughs> like plummeting to their deaths off the front of the stage or into things that they don't see. Burr. The reason it's called a ghost light is that, you know, theaters are places full of energy that people leave behind when they're performing. And so lots of people think of theaters as haunted places. And so the idea of a ghost light is that it illuminates the stage for those actors who have passed on, who come back to the theater to perform when nobody else is there at night. So it's it's kind of like a superstition. Mm. So, superstition in theater? What are you speaking of? I know. <laughs> and so that's kind of where we got the idea for the name from was, you know, it keeps, it's like the guiding light that you keep on in the dark when you can't do a play. Mm. And so we had this idea, like, we'll create a YouTube channel called Ghostlight TV and we'll fill it with as much content as we can. And then we started to be like, wait a minute, what we should be doing is connecting all three of us. And that's sort of where it came from. And so we brought up the idea and everyone was like, you know, super into it. So it's been really cool to do. We've done a couple of collaborative things where we all do stuff together. We did a, like a weird murder mystery that Chris wrote. It was really fun where we were all took part. We've, uh, we've done bingo that RLT hosted where you could buy bingo cards and there were prizes and you now is this like online with zoom or it's on youtube yeah, it's on youtube we've done plays we've done uh com like we've hosted uh, a conversation series called in the round where we have discussions we've had discussions about educational theater racism in theater and uh where we had all creatives come on and talk about their experiences in the theater industry, we've had um, conversations about playwriting, all kinds of different stuff. Um, we just finished a show called Before Lesbians, which was supposed to be our New Works initiative, so we kept that online. It was just a reading. I shouldn't say just. It was a reading of the play. It was great. Right, yeah, readings, you, that's a, that it even be like actually conducive to for online content. And we, we did a, the, one of the most fun things we did right out of the gate was uh, drunk Shakespeare. <laughs> so we did uh, we did a play reading of Macbeth, and I got some of my friends from Tahoe Shakespeare. So Lindbergh, who actually played the title role when we did it at Shakespeare Festival in two thousand and what year is it? Two thousand and eighteen, <laughs> and uh, the whole premise was that there were eight of us playing all the different parts, and we were just drinking constantly while we were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can still watch that on a Ghostlight TV. And um, one of the best things that happened is that Lynn, he's a bald dude, right? Super good-looking bald dude, and 
Um, at one point, his computer died. So he's the lead character and he's supposed to be speaking and his computer went off. And Lavor uh, Addison, who is another actor from Shakespeare Festival who was in Colorado with his wife, who was also in the reading, uh, Brittany, who's a really fantastic actor. So I had them in Colorado. We had somewhat three people in Cleveland, some in Colorado, some in Reno, all kind of all, all over the place. He grabbed, a, he grabbed a wrestling action figure that looked exactly like Lynn. <laughs> Lynn's lines by holding up the action figure. Quick thinking, improvisational things I've ever seen in my life. It just, oh, that's that's a very awesome. yes and moment. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, I was so drunk. Oh my God. <laughs> I had been that drunk in probably like 10 years. Wow. It's always a good feeling in the morning. She was making me strawberry, homemade strawberry daiquiris. And I just was like, I just was draining them all the way through. I fell off my chair at one point during the read. I started eating ice cream while I was doing the reading. I fell off my chair like knocked my it was it was fun. Now, can we still <laughs> see this? Was this recorded yeah. and is up on the YouTube page? And that yeah. is that specific thing is listed as what? Macbeth and is it was it Macbeth? That's just that's drunk Shakespeare. And we have a group from Chicago that does some drunk Shakespeare stuff for us too. But I want to see the specific one that you're as drunk as you've been in ten years. Yeah. So which one is that? Or that's just it's it. Just that's called it. drunk Shakespeare Macbeth. You'll you'll see it on there. <laughs> it's, it's like a short and it's an hour long, but it's and it's on the and, that, and it's that on sounds the, entertaining. And is it Ghostlight? Oh, yeah, it's on Ghostlight. Ghostlight uh, and, YouTube. You just search Ghostlight. Yeah, if you type in Ghostlight TV, and uh, is there a way I can send you a link so that people can see it? Uh, go ahead and send that to me after the show, and we'll make yeah. sure it's up when this gets published. Yeah. And uh, that's also sort of segue where Dancers in Bands is. That, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, that's really exciting. That's been pretty cool, the, that yeah. pairing. Yeah, I, I got in touch with uh, Keely Cobb, who runs Around the Stage. And uh, I was like, I have this idea where dancers, of whom I don't really know very many, like just create their own dance pieces to local bands and she was like that sounds really cool we're definitely up for it and I have like five people right away um, and actually one you just from, released one a couple of days ago oh wait uh, what it, it comes out like every every Tuesday Wanton Dooley is next oh, what oh, Tuesday and I, I really so really like this already be out by the time you guys hear this episode but there will be links to it all up in this yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be up tomorrow, and you, it's a really fun one because the dancers take it upon themselves to be really creative. So it's got more creative as they've gone along. Yeah. So the one with the uh, silver that was that was last week's, right? Or uh -huh. that was pretty cool. I like that a lot. Well, and the more that they, so like our the like the weapons of mass creation one came in first just by chance, and then. Um, <laughs> Because at first, all these bands were like, yeah, we want to do it. But then nobody sent me music. So I had four and I was like, here's ours. And that just happened to come back right away. But I haven't aired them in kind of order. But like Elephant Rifles is really interesting. Ooh. That sounds, 
Yeah, it's really cool. It's like uh, she's walking down a, she's in a park somewhere and she's like walking down a path and she's like dancing around a tree. It's super neat. Um, <laughs> the Duly one is really cool because they're all choosing their own weird locations and without giving too much yeah. away, this one's in Virginia City. Oh, oh God. I just like, it's rad. everything I love coming together. <laughs> where where do you say these are available at? Where can you find them? Also in the find them on Ghostlight Light TV. TV. Okay, There's well, I'm going to spend a lot of time on Ghostlight TV tonight, I think. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you can watch them all. It's that crazy. sounded way creepier than you meant it to. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't mean it creepy. I mean, that's what I'm going to do later. <laughs> You're not helping yourself, Joey. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's no, that's of- exciting, man. Thank you for. Uh, I'm glad I, I submitted and paid attention when you posted that. You know, that was, uh, thanks for including us. Yeah, thanks, Rory. Yeah, and, uh, oh. yeah, it's fun. And, do you need uh, Do you need more songs now? I mean, just as we've got some really cool stuff. So. Uh, who have we got coming up? We've got Wonton Dooley. We've got uh, Roxy Collie. Ooh. We've got cool. um, <laughs> Stabby Unicorn. Yes. We've got um, we've got Cammy Thompson. A blue, nice. A really yeah. school blues sounding song. We've got, um, we're working on a, a bell, a handbell ringing one. Ooh. Whoa. Handbells uh, rock. The yeah. holidays are coming up. Oh, what yeah, play so, was that that I God. saw last? That was in I dated the bells. Bell Bob Cratchit. Uh, Bob Cratchit's yeah. Christmas binge. Yeah, the one before that at GLM. Yeah, that's Bob Cratchit with the bells. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> well, Derek, who did that? He wrote. They, it's an. I think it's an original piece. It's a, Derek Nance, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Really great guy. And like, what a cool, fun, hidden talent to discover about somebody. <laughs> well, and he's not like, the thing that's crazy about it is, yes, he does it here, obviously, but he's really involved in the national organization of handbell ringing. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. Damn. He was on the board of the like national organization and he had to like, he was, he had to like fly out to Cincinnati for board meetings and stuff because they have him in a different city every year. And he does. He coordinates like big live stream handbell ringing concerts. Oh, wow, dude! All those people got really great forearms, right? Yes. <laughs> so, I just want to. And we, my church has a handbell choir, so I get to hear that shit all the time when I used to go to church. But they hide them up in the choir loft, so you'll just be like watching the mass and watching the service, and all of a sudden there's fucking bells going off from space. <laughs> it, like it's it really, it's really awesome. Stick. It could be Derek's team that does that because I know oh, they dude. do it at a church. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, and I was at the uh, Trinity Episcopal. So, so did you ever read? Here's a random re- thing. Sorry. Here's a random thing I found out about Derek, completely unrelated to bells. Derek, like, Derek was a YouTube sensation. Really? Yeah, really cool, actually. He, so Derek, um, he won't mind me telling you about this because it's all over the fucking internet. Um, <laughs> I think it was about five or more years ago, and you've probably seen it. Derek was uh, Derek worked for Boy Scouts of America, okay. and Derek's gay. And essentially, Boy Scouts of America wouldn't let gay um, 
people scouts, were. Be scouts or, or employees. Yeah, yeah. be counselors. And so he did a coming out video where he said, I'm leaving the, like, and he'd worked there for a long time. And he did this coming out video where he said, I'm leaving the Boy Scouts and this is why. And did a whole, like, because I'm gay and I've had to hide it from the organization. And it was a, it was like, it's got like tens of thousands of views. And he was like wow. interviewed on national meet in the national news and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Did he, and he played the bells. That's pretty on? awesome. Isn't that did cool? He, did he, he play the bells on it? He should have. Oh. <laughs> I'm gay. I play bells and I love the boy scouts, but they don't love me. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the bottom line. Anyway, I've talked a lot, so I'm going to show up now because, yeah. um, we haven't, you know, I don't want to monopolize. Well, we, I, we prefaced it with a solo song about you, so we got to focus on you. Let's have another song, maybe from Weapons of Mass Creation, and we'll talk to Pan and Steven a little. What a great fucking idea. But, Joe, I got to say, uh, I have It's like I think about these things in advance. I've missed you guys so much, and just listening to Joe talk is like, oh, God, I wish I was in my kitchen over a cup of tea just talking to Joe right now. It is so good to hear uh, from you guys I, again. I, and listening uh, out there, I hope you were not driving while you listened to that and the uh, um, sultry, dulcet tones of Joe's voice did not put you to sleep <laughs> and send you over a guardrail. <laughs> I was doing these like readings of Sherlock Holmes stories when the pandemic first hit by the fire at night. A bunch I, of people were like, I, I can get like 10 minutes in and I'm like out. Yep. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Yeah, you guys were doing like store. Uh, Heather was doing story time for kids. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, is that like, do you guys, are you still continuing with that? Um, we haven't, you know. The initial uh, inspiration has worn off as, it, it's, as the pandemic it's continues. That is like doing something like that every night. It sounds really easy. Like I'm going to just read an hour long story every night, like setting up all of the stuff that goes with it becomes really exhausting. I read my child a five minute story every night, except sometimes all of those words only take me 90 seconds to spit out of my mouth. <laughs> like, yeah. You get the story memorized and it's like, all right, how fast can I do this? And then still be happy with it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I got a buddy, Danilo. He's a, he's an author and is one of the main uh, editors for um, uh, for one of the presses in town. And and he he doesn't even have words in his kid's book. He just makes up these insanely long stories and talks monotonely until they go to bed. That's good. Yeah. That's a good move. Let's describe <laughs> wood. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, here, talking about here child, here's the story of grass growing into the drying paint. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, All right, know, Rick, you got a song queued up? What yeah, are we, should we what do? Are we should we like? Should we do something nice and fast and exciting like Buyer Beware? Sure. Let's fire this baby up. Why not? Let's do it. Here we go. Bone to bone, you crush cupids 
that the kids made cameos on that the kids do yeah he was two years old yeah so pan's kid is the one going yeah 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 and steven's son you can hear steven's son briefly say like say like uh what is he he says say check 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 say check say it there's another weird can't we have another song like in this lineup of songs where Steve's son makes another cameo. <laughs> this was it's, so great. Steve's like, it's okay, I'll just take my son to the room while I do vocals. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve's doing his backup vocals and Dustin is just screaming at the top of his lungs. I've got <laughs> a headphones on, so I can't hear it. All the music's playing, so we don't we don't really hear it. Like and then and then afterwards you solo the track and there's just this <laughs> like in the background of everything he fucking says. But he's like going, Dad, Dad, Dad. Dad. <laughs> and so we, we, there's a spot no. in the song where we crank that up so that you can actually hear it in the mix a little bit. So That's great. That's what happens when you bring your children to the studio. They wind <laughs> yep. up on the record. They'll we'll end up on everything. Right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> that, that last song, Apart from, like, the bits with the kids, like, I don't think, when we originally recorded it, I don't think we'd ever played it before. Dude. We had never played it before, so every, like, the guitar solo is 100% live. Yeah. Like, oh, pan. all of that is just we, like... We made that up on the spot, because I was like, hey, just play something. Yeah. Yeah. Never played it. When I stop, it's because I think the song is ending, not because I want a great pause in the song. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, we're oh, we're gonna keep going. All right, here's yeah, so all right. Do epic fill and do another pause, and then do it. Yeah. Here we go. Just roll with it. Thirty seconds. And then, and then the spots where we the spots where we stop and the kids are screaming. That was actually we had hooked up the little drum kit, a tiny little children's drum kit, and Stephen was playing on that, <laughs> screwing around separately. And I just recorded some of it. I mic'd it up just like a regular kit. And then, and so those spots where it stops, that's actually Stephen playing a tiny, tiny kit. Man. It was. That's some behind the scenes. One of those little first act ones. <laughs> right? Isn't that what it was? Mm-hmm. First no, act. it was. One- Together with a couple decent, at the 
Saitama small snare and like a palm turned on oh, an actual computer. mini kit. Yeah, you did oh, okay. the yeah the the tom into a bass. Yeah, yeah, it's the first drum set you get when your dad is a drummer. Basically, you don't get the first <laughs> act; you get the piece together legitimate drum set. <laughs> and and we were like oh. trying to get just because Dusty can play pretty good. That was the hope. We mic'd it up hoping that Dusty would be able to play something and we would record that and put it on the album. Well, and he played a bunch, and by the time we were recording, he was over it kind of thing. And that's just an engineer that's too slow, wrecking the whole thing. God, Rick, why do you (laughs) suck so much? So it's my bad. (laughs) What a dick. I should have brought the talent in when we were ready to go, so. (laughs) (laughs) The talent shows up too early, they get burnt out and need a nap. Straight yeah. up. It's been a long time coming, this album. I'm going to be... Yeah, we got to get... Let's release it. Should we release it? <laughs> Please do. Let's do it. It won't take a lot. Is this an exclusive announcement? <laughs> tonight. Release it tonight. We'll play the whole damn thing. No. We could. I could just let go and just go, this is it. Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, we're actually planning something. We're gonna do. We're going to do this, right? Yeah, we have a... We have a rele- we've got a way of doing a release show in mind. Oh, so right. there is like a plan of foot. Cool. Yeah. I think we're going to figure something out here. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. It's, it's I would fun. love to virtually attend. You will be able yeah. to. You'll be able to. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be super cool. we got really neat ideas in mind of how we're going to make it pretty awesome. I'm not going to say any more than that. Where should we look to find more information about that and keep posted? Secrets don't make good for good conversation on a podcast, Joe. Just saying. <laughs> anyway, answer to your question now. The the goal is well we're not entirely sure when exactly we'll do it yet it'll either be late September or mid October probably October yeah we'll because of the space we're gonna use we'll uh, announce it through uh, the usual venues say something on Facebook or something or Facebook is a great way to follow us I I I think we'll film it at Good Luck Macbeth right yeah yeah we're gonna make something at Good Luck Macbeth nice so something we're working on at GLM give you a bit of an idea is we're working on right now we've got i don't want to talk about glm forever but we're working on uh live streaming how to live stream plays from the theater with people forming in the space um we're setting it up with multiple cameras and um some pretty cool cool shit yeah it should be fun and if it works out for if it works out for our band and we do it and it and it's cool, maybe with other bands too. Fuck yeah! Yeah, just just we have to the just one- be creative. I, I like I don't think like just just to go on a short tangent because that's what I fucking do. But but just <laughs> uh, I I think right now I think we should we all need to stop looking at what we're not allowed to do. We all we all fucking get it. That's what artists have been told our whole our whole fucking existence since the beginning of time. What oh we yeah. Can't. Okay, and they tell us that in every era and in every fucking era we do something dope. Let's stop talking about what we can't do. Let's 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 start doing. Let's start doing it. Let's start. I have a creative idea, Joe, Um, and this maybe harkens back to the uh, um, era of theater and vinyl back in the 1940s and 50s. 
maybe you guys could put together um, a series of scenes where a part was left out of a great work where the average person at home could take up the lines and read along with the rest of the players, but you just leave like a blank green screen so they can put themselves in it. In music, they call that karaoke. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, <laughs> I believe there's a bit on a Monty Python yeah, album yeah. about that, where it'd just be people speaking lines and then there would be your part and it would go, mm, mm. And that's where you're supposed to read and interact with the actors on the album. It's like you those, could do um, that, like uh, uh, on YouTube. It's and like leave it up uh, there for everybody to use. You know those old pyramid scheme VHS tapes? It <laughs> 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 like overdubs a place with some different voice. Welcome to sunny Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> not, not unlike the audio track of Manos, Hands of Fate. Oh, God. <laughs> which was all shot on a, a Super 8 with no audio and then overdubbed by... The entire cast of 12 characters is overdubbed by two people. Two people, yeah. <laughs> the little girl's, girl's voices. But mommy, I'm Who scared. did not do any sort of impressions <laughs> no. or voices. It was just the two of them. Well, they did a little girl voice, but... <laughs> yes, it was kind of like this. Oh, no. <laughs> mommy, I'm cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, as soon as I start trying so to do it, just, going to make Just an idea so. from the peanut gallery. You know, maybe shoot, shoot it past uh, the, the other folks and see if you can do that. Hey man, if you want um, to produce it, I would like to have you guys to do Star Wars so I could be Luke Skywalker, please. That's all. Uh, <laughs> uh, do all the roles but Luke. <laughs> See, but then you got people who pick you. Like I'd want all the roles but Han. Well, and for only a twenty nine ninety nine, the Han script <laughs> could be yours. See, you do it like that, man. Yeah, there you go. That's how you make that money. Hey, buddy. What's up, Ben? Ooh. Say hi, Ben. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> we got a two-year-old visitor here. Oh, buddy. That's what I'm talking okay. about. What was that last one? <laughs> That's going on the next album. <laughs> There's a new drop. Can you say goodbye? <laughs> and, a, and a happy night night to you too, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. night. I know how to speak to children. <laughs> I kind of want to jump into another song. So what do you guys want to hear next? Something wow. angry about the government. Something that's angry about <laughs> go go yeah, go with the second album then. Well, you want to, well, you want to do down on your look? Oh, yeah, that would be all right. That's oh, from the new one. And you guys don't have it on the list, but I want to do the Hendrix cover. I, want, I haven't heard oh, that okay. in a while. Do it and now. I do fucking, it now, Rick. I fucking love that song now. so much. Okay, right, so well, this is... Do the other one Perfect. second. That's, yeah. what, they, that's oh. what they asked for. Do it. God do damn, it. I love the song. Cause he's lazy man, he ain't no slob. I'm a hard working man, 
He screams at his TV as he curses on them suckers up at AIG. He said, Hey, Joe! Yeah, motherfucker. Gonna shoot my own lady. Gonna mess around with another man. Gonna shoot my own lady. Gonna mess around with another man. Carlos and Angel contemplate with the gun. Should we rob this lady man and take off and run? Or should we tell him no and get beat to the ground? It's hard to make decisions with these gangs around. Hey, hey, and little Rose, she just turned 84. Yeah, you know what? She's your breeder at the Walmart door. She said, watch your step, we just mopped the floor. Too tough to die, that's what retirement's for. Say, hey, Joe, you shut your
fucking yeah. love that so much. Yeah, that's cool. Oh god, good choice, Rick. Oh, great oh, when choice. you when you fucking when you guys take a fucking make a cover shit and put your spin on it, damn. Like I'm not that I'm like Hendrix is great and all, but I love that version so much better. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, good. Yeah. No, uh, I want. I do want to say one thing. Like, love whoever the fuck you want. You want to go fuck people? Like, go fuck. Like, nobody's getting shot. That's stupid. Let just let it. It's okay. Just let it all go. That was. A, I don't want to shooting people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck that. You know, like love who you want to love. Who you know. Yeah. I mean, be honest if you don't want to be an asshole, but that's not worth hurting anybody over. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. All right. <laughs> you know the violence is merely a symptom of the uh, larger circumstance in which the protagonist finds himself walking down the street with a gun in his hand well, you know, I mean you're covering a song by Hendrix about a man shooting his girlfriend so that's the part that you didn't write you know the, but then the rest of it putting in all the shit that you know that our world goes through right now is fucking that's that just gets to me but domestic violence is a byproduct of social violence well and i think mm-hmm. that the sort of point point of combining the two was to go you know um it's still a it's still a problem in america is like People thinking that that's their solution is something doesn't go their way. They pick up a gun and they go yeah, and shoot the violence. You know, and it's and yeah, it goes in the wrong direction. What what we thought was neat about at least I don't know to get too deep about it, but I think what we thought was neat about the idea was to go. This is what somebody does, but these are all the external st- circumstances that make people like behave in these really fucked up ways. Yeah. Yeah, and I. And we were, we were meaning it as like a metaphor too. Like, I think, I right. think like the woman that's getting shot down is our lip is like lady Liberty. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and that, that, that is how we meant it. I know like you're not supposed to tell people that and like take a poem, however you take a poem, but that's how we meant it. We were, we, we were coming from that place. Like, like, look, we're fucked. We're getting fucked. We're fucked. Mm-hmm. But again, but again, uh, artists, like it's Okay. We've literally been fucked in every era. It's okay. We're gonna be <laughs> well, yeah, as long as you explain, you don't explain. You don't apologize for it beforehand. You explain it afterwards. So you put it out there, and then you can talk about it. But not, when you talk about it first, then you're apologizing before it's even out there. Right? Yeah. Right. We've been trying with this band so long. How old is this thing? Like ten years. As old as this podcast. Yeah. I remember time. recording them before we had a podcast, so I think they beat us somehow. We did it. We did the, but like it's all still going. That's like uh, so you have like you have no idea how cool that is. Like for, uh, for, it's like the most it's it's the most amazing thing. Like cause you like when we were in our twenties, we were like you know, like and then like I don't know, it's 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 amazing to get to do it this long and people like still come and tell you you don't suck. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you suck in either way. Yeah. Hey, and 73 people a week agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but your friends who tell you you suck for 20 years and, and you know, once in a while they're all, hey, you were actually good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that really means something. Long, yeah. long, long time ago, friends ignore you. <laughs> one of the, the best compliments, I think I told you, might have told you this story one time. 
probably have because I'm old and I repeat my stories now. <laughs> uh, the best acting compliment I ever got. It was really fucking hilarious. Guys, been playing Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet, and I was standing like finished the show, or whatever, and I was standing, uh, you know, off to the side, and this woman comes up. And she approaches the actor standing next to me and goes, I thought you were so good as Mercutio. The <laughs> <laughs> other person doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> She's like to him, you were so great as Mercutio. I, I laughed, I cried. It's one of the best things I've seen in a long time. Thank you so much for your work. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and immediately left. Yeah. <laughs> Did he make a riot? But what was really funny about it was they were standing next to me, but not like directly. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had my back like here and I could hear the conversation. I was like. (laughs) 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 Super weird. Hey, you know, as an actor, you did such a good job. You, you fooled the audience into thinking you were someone else. Speaking of that, Joe. Joe, when you were in Hedwig, mm-hmm. uh, after the show, did people not know it, that you were Hedwig or did they know right away? I think they generally knew because I was all sweaty and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. and vaguely yeah. covered in glitter. Oh, nice. I like it. What was that? Really funny is it, I like, it's been a little while since it happened because I don't go out anymore. You know, nobody does. But, um, I would occasionally get people come up to me and talk to me about it. Just like people I didn't, who I didn't know. Mm. And almost right. always it would be like a couple and it would be a lady and a guy. And the lady will come up and be like, you're so great as Hedwig. You were so great. And their husband would be standing like sheepishly off to the side. And she'd be like, <laughs> you gave him a lap dance. <laughs> He's kind of turned on and scarred for life. <laughs> I was one of the lucky ones to have received one of those lap dances when I went. And to yes, Joe, I, I for those of you who heard the little giggle a few moments ago, um, I really do just have these head wig, uh, foam wigs sitting around in my garage for any time I would like to put them on and dance around like it's 1979. Uh, I think 85. <laughs> it's a fair faucet thing, right? Yeah, I guess this was more the 85 year age. Oh, God, I love it. Someday, when I, someday I'd like to do it again. I'd have to lose a lot of weight. I'm about 10 pounds heavier at least. How many stones is that? Have you, did you put on some COVID pounds here? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm noticed. So like in the summer last year, I was like 195, which is the heaviest I've ever been. Yeah. And I, and I, when I arrived in America, I was like 162 or something. You were a lot younger though. And you're, okay. And we you're were all 160 back then. You're like six, three, six, four, six, two. 6'2". I'm about exactly the same height as you, I think. Are we? Okay, yeah, I am 6'2 as well. Well, I I just broke the 170 barrier. I, I just today weighed myself, and I'm at 169.5. Wow. I have not seen south of 170 in some time. Well, <laughs> we'll I, got just down say. From, I got down from 195 to 175. That's excellent, dude. Fuck That's great. That's then, like normal. But then back... COVID like put me back up to like 185. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Get, hey, man, a little 15 minute walk twice a day, brother. It'll take I'll, care of you. Uh, <laughs> you know, when it's not smoking, and you'll probably do more harm than good. Fuck you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm like 250. I'm like, I'm fucking, you know. Oh, but dude, you're oh, yeah. motherfucker. I'm Let's go. Like, stuff, dude. <laughs> I, did, I did hit the gym. I'm not going to lie. I went the other way. I, I'm like, I, I, had, I, I had to clear my fucking head. I, I haven't been to the gym. I quit playing football in 2004. And I've never been back to the gym. And then I, and then I just like, I got to, you know, I got here and I, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta clear my fucking head. I went to the gym. Good so, for I you, dude. Yeah. yeah that's you're looking pretty ripped these days. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish we had a stage. I, I've never, I, I'm, it's just been jiggly up there. I jump around it. This would be nice right now. No, of course there's no. Throw <laughs> 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 this shit off a little, yeah. <laughs> what is the, what is the prediction on that? I heard like end of 2021. Has anybody heard anything different on on go, on go day? Whenever there's a vaccine that's like viable is really when they can open the stuff back. And then up. we have to wait like, for the first round of vaccine people to die first, and then yeah, like, like <laughs> the second or third vaccine like, that works. Yeah. It, like everybody gives it up for Jonas Salk, but his vaccine actually killed a whole bunch of people, and it was the second vaccine that actually saved lives. I thought no, no, yeah. there, there was a guy, there was a dude before him that killed a bunch of people. <laughs> like, Salk stuff killed people too. It did, but there was a bad one before yeah. Salk. They the Salk. They were gonna like they were gonna give up on it. They were well, like maybe we're never I'm gonna beat these this. up or something. Yeah, I don't know. But, but back shit. in those days, they didn't understand how to safely do these things either like we do yeah these are the mistakes that learned us well and the, the fastest we've ever created is five years so i mean granted medical technology has come a long fucking way since they created the mumps vaccine but Don't like they have 3d printers years. and transporters and shit like you can just like, yeah like the, i'm hoping it i'm hoping it's like next year i can go back to the fucking bar without dying that'd be great See some friends, you know. <laughs> we might be all right by mid twenty twenty one to get back to stuff. We'll see. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I do think like, uh, are we going to be? There's going to be a different number on uh, what the uh, fire marshal lets you have in your space. I think mm -hmm. when we get back to things, it's going to be a reduced number for all sorts of venues from restaurants to theaters to bars i mean the problem with like the problem i can say for theaters is that you know like we worked out how many people we could have in our space if we socially distance everyone it was like 20 including actors like 20 people in the audience but man and you're like well now i can't afford to actually put a show on but Joe, a year into this, we might be willing to pay two hundred dollars for that ticket because it's been so fucking long since we saw a show. You know, what I mean? right? <laughs> that's not that's <laughs> law, supply and demand. Right. Shouldn't have to do that. I wonder. I wonder if we're gonna be like my grandma. Like she, she survived the depression, and she's she like. I'm like grandma. Why do you need two million buttons? Like, what are you doing? Like, what? And yeah. are, are we are we just forever gonna be? You know what I mean? I don't know about you, dude, but I have a mason jar full of different buttons. I've got a mason jar full of shows, but man. He had like a closet full of mason jars full of buttons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then our kids will just make fun of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm in my garage and I am holding up to the camera a, a can of 10 cent presto tax that belonged to my great grandfather Seaver in the 1930s. Wow. <laughs> and these are they're like handmade tax. Not a single one of them are the same. 
These are not machine tacks at all. These are like like dropped and then and and split metal kind of thing. Wow. Drippy. They're crazy. <laughs> My mom gave them to me recently. That's rad. That's Christmas rad. presents have gone downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> COVID's affected everything, man. Even the Christmas presents suck. <laughs> she spends a lot more time on the early. kids' presents than mine. <laughs> My presents are all the crap she doesn't want at her house anymore. Plus tax. <laughs> Ouch. I was trying to come up with a tax joke so hard. So hard. Uh, you did it, Rick. You did it. You got your yeah. joke in. Mom mom would like it. I'll let her know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's do another song and Yeah, thank you, Nick. That's, uh, that's a great idea. What do you guys want to hear this time? I picked the last one. Let's do that other one that we were just about to do before you suggested that. Uh, the angry at the government song. Off the <laughs> new album. That's all yeah, of that. Down on your luck isn't angry at the government. What, what no. would you describe? It's got is a it just angry. It's got a potentialist it's a, poem in there. Oh, that's a weird. That's a weird one. Yeah, do that one. That one's fucking weird. Let's do that. It's two songs in one, really. It's a song and then a a song and a poem and then music and a poem. We just threw we just threw actual fucking poems in this album. They're just like they're just straight up. Here's a goddamn poem. I put out, swim in the unseen and 
drown in the unknown Y'all come with me now, potentialists And we'll let them bookkeepers define us long after our bones are dust See, we stand ready to shape these image-saturated landscapes We're bombarded with and then forward count beats Everybody walks to man, stop it See, rhythm is a rhythm is a rhythm is a matter of opinion And opinions do sway with whoever blows hardest You're screaming in my ear Slinging all that fear like volume equals passion Well, I promise to you And by you, I mean this everything, this now This everything, this now, this everything I promise to you to always see this world as an infinite act of creation To see the endless possibilities and nothingness in no form Stand defiant in the face of impossibility Because to do this is to live every single day inspired See, I'm a potentialist because I know No matter how deep that dirt gets No matter how many ways they try to divide me No matter how many wars I'm born into I know that I can turn it into art See, I'm a potentialist and I'm never wrong I'm a potentialist and I'm never wrong I'm a potentialist and I'm never wrong And I feel this in you I feel this potentialist in you And you're never wrong either Keep creating We love you That's the kind of shit we've been sitting on for two years. Nice. <laughs> Rob. How Very good. I like it. I forgot about that one. That was good. God. <laughs> that one's a, a bit of a rap city. It's a a couple thoughts pieced together. It's it works out though. That's cool. Like it. And, like it a lot. Is a lot of your stuff made up on the spot together or do you come in with ideas or I I think we're I think we're unique. Um like we're like I'm a full time I'm a potentialist artist. I work I, with the potentialist. I'm making shit all day long. I, I like I think I was asked like by an old woman a little while ago and, and she's like, well, well, that was very fast. I'm like, it took me 40 years. I, I, I know I just did that in five minutes, but that took me 40. I'm like, yeah, I'm like constantly. Cry. I'm, I write every day, every day, but it look, but yes, it's made up on the spot. Yes. But, um, but like my, I've like, I've taken care of my well or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same with yeah. you guys playing guitars and stuff. I practice. Yeah. 
I think mo- like a lot of the reason we've, I mean, we've written a lot of songs. With, I mean, like this album puts us at like over 40, st- over 40 tracks we've recorded. And actually there's a whole other album that exists that nobody's ever heard that we, that Pan and I did way, 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 way back. I mean, it's so old. There's a song about the tea party on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when we thought that was the biggest threat to our democracy. (laughs) Oh, what blissful days. And um, I think, you know, so we, we write a lot and and a lot of that comes from a, a lot of the way that all stuff comes together is, I'll, I write a lot of music generally as well. Um, and then we tend to like f- have Pan and I tend, I don't know if it's because we were born like 10 days apart, but like Pan and I have like this weird syn- synchronicity of like, I write something and Pan happens to be working on something that just happens to fit to it. Happens. Uh, cool. Tuned into the same cosmic rhythm. But then obviously once like, once you know Stevens got his creative input to it it sort of forms and changes again you know I mean it's like and some songs we just jam on and then Pan starts making up or has a poem that just fits you know yeah um, that happens a lot yeah. and then sometimes like like Pan hasn't been happy with the take that he did and then we can't overdub something new it's never the same. Like the magic gets lost, but there was always something rad. Almost everything on the album is Pan's live stuff because what Pan yeah. did with the band is what. And when we've tried to do something else to cover that, to do do it different afterwards, or like fix a little word or something, it never works. So I was like, you just better capture the magic in the bottle when it happens because you're not getting anything. So if you solo any of Pan's tracks on the album, you can hear the drums playing downstairs because that was the live take. Uh-huh. Wow. And Joe, on That's the other right. hand, will play live and be amazing and then overdub 6,000 guitars afterwards and everybody in the band gets mad because <laughs> me and Joe just get together and work for like 100 hours after everybody leaves and we don't tell them what goes on. And send them I the don't track. remember that being part of this song and there's like this dueling banjo segment you know, like, in the middle. Trombone? You brought a Where'd trombone? that come from? And if Steven wants to put one extra thing on, we're like, we don't have time for that. <laughs> it's semi true. It's well, it's mostly true. <laughs> I don't so, want to add anything. I want to wrap it up. Yeah, most of the st- like all the guitar solos, ten most of the guitar solos and the, like the general stuff is always almost always live. And then I always just like want to because there's only one of me. I always want to like fill it out. There. With yeah. weird sounds. <laughs> so, in, uh, aside from all of this music that nobody currently has access to, you, the music people of, of yours out there, people can get. Where can people find it on the internet or retail stores? Uh, you can find it in all, like, you can find it on Spotify, you can find us on Apple Music, you can find us on Amazon Music, Google Play. Yeah. Yeah, like you all can, the all the you, iTunes. You play, yeah, a couple of our albums are just up on YouTube if you're just in that kind of mood. Yeah, you that's know. true. Um, yeah. Listen, 
There's, uh, I mean, the other place where you can sort of watch all that, like the place where you can kind of collectively find anything is on Tune Tracks. If you go to Tune Tracks and find us on there, Weapons Massacre, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's Tune Tracks slash Weapons of Mass Creation. Yeah. I don't think there are any dashes or underscores. It's just all one word. Right. And you yeah. can, like, you can, we have like, I think five videos up on there or six videos up on there that you can watch. We've made a lot of weird videos. Uh, <laughs> um, you Wait can hear our. It's going to be the weirdest of them all. You can hear our first. What? The weirdest is coming. This will be way weird. What we're going to do will be way weirder than the opera we did. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Probably. When you wrote the opera, was that intentional writing? No, this son of a bitch. He get he get he he. he I, I had like three days to write a script. I had to call Marvin Gonzalez, and we said we sat we met in the potentialist in the garden, and and we like we wrote and turned that thing in in three days. And then I, I, I think that's pretty impressive. Canceled, something canceled, right? Something canceled, and we had to make. We were like, let's make a show. Yeah, I think we lost Steve. Oh, he's like, don't tell to me about this play. I'm out. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say anything. He might come back. Just let it happen. Like ignore it. You know, just like, like little, always. He wants it to be over like a sooner. Hog. He's like, can we be done now? Isn't the album right, done now? This time he just checked out. <laughs> I don't blame him. Well, he doesn't come back. It was nice having you, Steve. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we were kind of getting to that point of the show anyway. Right. We all have places to do. I'm turning into a pumpkin. But, you know, like this is the time where, you know, as the host of the house, oh gosh, would you look at the time? I stand up and start stretching and pacing around the dude, the, the, the room fiddling he with the He sent a text. He said, uh, I had to help with the kids. Have, have a good evening, dudes. Oh, oh man. Oh, well, good go. enough. Bye, Steve. We Bye, love Steve. you, Steve. It was great to have you. We were almost done. Then we anyway. all paused to let him respond. And <laughs> out of respect, we you know maybe we can edit yeah. something in later. A little moment of silence for the lost homie. I like I like our new album, the, the the troubles. It's got thirteen tracks on it. I think I think this one will be okay. And okay. and we're looking at just a looking month or two it. away from here now. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, well. I mean, some of that depends on like Rick too, like what his schedule's like for the release of it. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it Rick. twice and say it's fine. Okay. Oh, you know, I heard he just cleared his whole schedule so he could focus on <clears throat> Nick. Right. Um, not weapons and Master. Oh, hi, Nick. So your album release is getting pushed back because weapons needs me to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, I gotta release mine too at some point, man. I gotta. Just I swear. <laughs> oh. I have a hip hop album coming out. Oh. I, I, and and, nor- and normally I, normally I fucking want, but the, but hit like hip. In my 20s, they wanted me because I'm a poet, and I'd get up there and be like, I'm a hick, I'm from Montana, and they'd be like, yeah! And then, and then like, in, and like they don't want me, and now all of a sudden, like, every, like I'm on all these fucking hip-hop albums again. So, uh, but, but, but Emic, uh, who founded Spoken Views, if you don't know him, he's a really fucking terrific fella. Uh, he called me up, and he, uh, uh, he's like, I want to do a, an, uh, an album, we have to release it immediately. I want to call it Pan. And so, <laughs> see what he did. And then I couldn't. I couldn't say no. And then, so that that will literally be out like any day now. Rad. Put that on the Facebooks. Yeah, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, we'll get that out for everybody to listen to. That'll be fun. Hey, now there's another. Oh wow. Hey, kiddo. hey Bobby. 
Can you tell everybody night night? Bubble night. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's great. pretty wonderful. Being a being a dad is great, everybody. It really is. Absolutely the best thing in the world. Oh, yeah. You just had some news in that regard, Nick. Yeah, yeah. I told everybody on the show last week. Um, well, I mean, not the hosts and everybody, I mean our audience last week that yeah, we have a little girl coming. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. exciting. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Oh uh, be a dad again, because you know I've, I'm still a dad with a grown up child, but you know, be a, a little baby's dad will be fun again. Totally. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. All right, congrats. Wow. Cool. That's awesome, man. It's I will say, yeah. get in all of your naps now. <laughs> Just yeah. build them up, bank them. It's that's gonna it works, be a right? couple of years until you get to have naps with them. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll need lots yeah. of them. Oh yeah! By that time, I'll I'll definitely be on the same schedule for naps. Yeah, However, but... when they lay on your chest, it's really hard to resist the nap too. Oh, what are you supposed to do? Wake them up? You know, you just take a nap, right? You can't move. Yep. Start off the neuroses really early. Just whisper, "You'll never be good enough." <laughs> I, I went differently I went with uh, I killed Mufasa I say it to Bobby every night You know <laughs> Horrible <laughs> He's going to be talking about Some nightmare he had About his dad killing Mufasa <laughs> No actually the story I read Bobby every night Is Ferdinand And like I said I can do it in like 90 seconds now Santa Claus is a lie Great song by the new Duncan Imperials. If you haven't heard them, a, a fun band out of Canada in the late 90s. Uh, guys, it's been fantastic having you on the show. Well, it was really good to see yeah, you guys. That was again. great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's really nice to see you all virtually. And also, like, yeah. Rick, your plant is taking over the entire room. <laughs> it, it didn't I stop remember. just because you guys weren't here. <laughs> you wanted yeah. to do this yeah, the for plants years, Rick. And it's pretty awesome. I remember when I first started doing the podcast, it was like just in the corner of the, <laughs> now, like the right next to the, the window. And now it's the entire fucking ceiling. That is so rad. Yeah, great. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you, need get, you need to get it to the point where you can actually get rid of the bed and just like lay. I always love when people walk in for the first time and they're just like, holy shit. I went to a yoga studio one time and they and they had the same thing like plants on the ceiling the same way but theirs didn't look as good as mine uh, like, <laughs> so yeah just start telling people yeah studio looks like a fucking yoga studio you can refer to it like as your bower if it's made of plants you can bring your you can bring a lover in and be like let's retire to my bower <laughs> now that sounds really fancy oh, right. yeah it does well when i wake up first thing in the morning and i open my eyes and i'm just surrounded by all this greenery all over i'm just like why don't i get laid more 
<laughs> so cool. man on, on yourself for real yeah we're all asking that right? you wake all up with that you. log on your chest and there's all these uh, flowers in your bower yikes uh, <laughs> flowers in your bower oh man uh, so are we gonna close the show out with uh, yeah. maybe we'll play Weapons of Mass Creation the, all right. the song uh, before, before we do I would like to point out if any of you would like to join the costuming team please check us out at patreon.com worst little podcast right and this week we had an interesting uh, discussion about heavy metal I'm just gonna say that heavy Bad. Metal. Anyway, please join us again next week. We're probably going to be taking Labor Day off, so this is all the warning you're going to get. It you have to listen this week to find out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or all of us here at the podcast. I'm not going to Mickey Mouse roll call it because that gets really boring after a while. Uh, life is short, and we love you. Good night, ladies. Later. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. And lift up these downtrodden nations Lift up these downtrodden nations We're coming at you like a power Let me tell you how to make peace with this world that we live in now Step one, put down your guns, refuse to fight Hand your rifle to the wealthy man and step to your right Now tell him if you want that money, power and riches Go get up for yourself, you silver spoon fed sons of bitches Step two, it's peace, step two Remember when the revolutionaries met And they put it down on hemp Babies, you wouldn't forget Reading books The mother freedom carried And you'll find no reason Why them governmental faggots Well, if the gays get married There's a weapon of mass creation To explode with no hesitation And lift up these downtrodden nations Lift up these downtrodden nations Step three Questioning is key Don't take it from them Her, we are especially me Or especially me Judge for yourself, cleanse and fist up tight Reach for the happiness, man, you got the right No step four, it's the last one to walk Miss a little harder than you did before If you feel a little angry and your money's running thin Then the nightmares that you have become the world that we live in Let your eyes see fast, this world's degradation Look in your heart, pulling weapons of mass creation Explode with no hesitation Come on, explode with no hesitation Y'all explode with no hesitation Yeah, this is a weapon of mass creation To explode with no hesitation And lift up these damn tribe nations Lift up these damn tribe nations Going around as if they was lords of creation Dogwater Studios? A bit gay, wasn't he? What a bunch of shit